Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. All right, welcome back, everybody. Don Bailey joins us in our next segment. So thrilled to be joined on the Hurricane Hotline right now. So thrilled to be joined by now College Football Hall of Famer, former Hurricane linebacker and now Director of Player Personnel, of the Buffalo Bills, Dan Morgan, and College Football Hall of Famer, Dan, good evening, and congratulations. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. How you been? I've been good. Been good. Been uh, having a good time, but thrilled for you and your and your family. Uh, what was it like when you got the, uh, got the news you were going into the College Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, it was exciting. Um, you know, I walked in my office. I had a box on my desk, and... Uh, I didn't know what the box was. I opened it up, and it was a painted football, you know, saying welcome to the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. So uh, it was definitely an exciting time. Um, you know, some of the guys in my office, I got to share that with them. So it, it was a pretty cool experience and, uh, you know, just really, uh, really honored. Dan, uh, your time at the University of Miami – Maybe you can just discuss a little bit the impact it had on your life. You were, you were here, you played for all four years, you stayed all four years, now you're a college football Hall of Famer, played in the Super Bowl. What kind of impact did the University of Miami have on your life? Uh, you know, it's just a great school. Um, you know, I just got so many memories from down there. Uh, you know, just met so many great teammates, so many great coaches that I still talk to to this day. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, the one, one of a kind place. It's, uh, you know, I wanted to go there ever since I've been a little kid. And, uh, you know, to get to live out my dream and uh, go there and have the success that we had while we were down there, it's just uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, the four years you spent here also, I still think it's the epitome of what happens with a team uh, that sticks together. It wasn't easy for you guys. Some people forget there was a tough time at Syracuse or a tough night at Blacksburg before you reaped a lot of the awards or rewards. You're exactly right. Um, you know, it takes time to build. And, uh, you know, obviously you got to recruit the right, the right guys. But, you know, when you get the right group of guys together 
um, you know, and you, you have a common goal and you work your butt off to accomplish it, then anything's possible. And I think that, uh, you know, all of us down there, we showed that throughout our time. We worked our butts off. Uh, we had our bumps and bruises. We had our bad games. Um, but we stuck together. Uh, we kept working, and that's all we know how to do. And eventually we, uh, you know, we built a monster down there. Now we have to go back and revisit history because, uh, well, everybody talks about the 2001 team because they won the championship. And I always raise my hand and say, hey, 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 hold on now. Uh, you guys forget about 2000. They didn't get the chance. But 2000, that was one hell of a team and would have beaten anybody at the end of the year at any time. And you finished. What a way to finish. Uh, it was a victory over the Gators where you had 250 yards of offense, 250 yards of, of – rather, 200, the offense had 500 yards, 250 down the, each way, but a complete team victory. But that 2000 team was very, very special. Oh, you're you're exactly right. Um, you know, we definitely we had a we had a heck of a team, and you know, a lot of the guys you know stayed that next year. I, you know, I don't think we lost too many guys. Um, you know, going into that 2001 season, a lot of guys that I played with, you know, they were still there, and you know, they just added some of those young guys. You know, got to play like an Andre Johnson. You know, he was behind, you know, Reggie Wayne and Santana Moss, and. You know, there was just so many great players ready to step in. Jonathan Vilma, you know, he replaced me. He was a true freshman when I was a senior. So, you know, there was just always another person ready to go and, and ready to take the reins. And, you know, I just think that goes goes back to the coaches recruiting the right way, developing guys, and and uh, just sticking with it. And, and uh, you know, the tradition down there, just, uh, you know, it's one of a kind. I think people forget you came in from Terrabella High School. You came in as a fullback, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I came in uh, as a running back. And, you know, I was a running back ever since I was a little kid and played it, you know, all through high school. Got recruited to Miami as a running back, so I thought. Um, you know, I think it was like third or fourth practice of the first week of training camp. They, they switched me over to, to running back or to uh, linebacker. And uh, I was like, all right, you know, I'll uh, absolutely do that. So, you know, it was one of those things. Butch had an eye for talent, and he put me a linebacker. And, you know, third game of the season, I was starting. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. You know, uh, one of the uh, interesting aspects of this job, there are many many parts of it are are interesting, uh, probably goes under the radar, is you you end up as a play-by-play guy meeting parents, Uh, a lot of parents, and so you always have to take that into consideration on how you are going to describe their son to the public. But your mom and dad, always one of my favorite uh, favorites, and your dad, one hell of a guy. What was it like to be able to share being a Hall of Famer with them? Uh, it was great. It was special. And, uh, you know, my parents were obviously, they were always there for me. They didn't miss a game. You know, since I've been a little kid, all through, even to the pros, they would drive up and they would see me play up in Carolina. Uh, you know, to share it with them, obviously, it was a really special moment, and uh, I know they're proud of me. You stayed all four years, as we mentioned, um, and I always think if a guy leaves early, he should accomplish something, be an All-American, be All-ACC, be the leading all-time receiver, do something that is 
recognizable. Be great. Don't just leave for the sake of leaving and you're going to be in the third, fourth, fifth round, but accomplish something. What, what would you say in your personnel guy now to someone who oh. is in between, you know, they're in their third year, trying to decide whether or not to, to stay that extra year in college or go to the league? Right. You know, I think uh, I think the cool thing to do and the thing that everybody wants to do is, you know, they want to write that letter saying thanks to the program and, you know, I'm taking the next steps to my dream. But, you know, at the same time, you know, the dream can wait. I mean, you can still have fun. Um, you can still accomplish your goals back in college. You can get your degree. Um, you know, finish things the right way is what I would say. Um, not that there's anything wrong with coming out early. Um, you know, if you're going to be a top pick, but don't just come out to come out. Like if you feel you have something to prove, um, you know, you still got to get your degree and stuff like that. I say go back and finish it up the right way. You you could have come out. One of your uh, teammates did come out after the '99 season. How much did that extra year help you? You became the seventh pick uh, of the draft. You were in the first round. So how much did that extra year help you? I think it helped out a lot. Um, you know, I think. You know, if I would have came out, I mean, I'm just guessing I probably would have been like a second-round draft pick. Um, you know, I think I was even my my junior year, I was second-team All Big East. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't want to leave that way. Um, so I think you know, coming back and um, you know, being able to beat Florida State, being able to accomplish some of the goals that I set out. Um, you know, to be able to go and do that, like, you know, I think it was definitely the right decision for me to go back and you know that's my saying like if you feel like you have you know if, if you're a kid thinking about coming out and you feel like you still have goals to accomplish then you know by all means go back it can wait you mentioned the florida state game of 2000 you played in the super bowl so you've played in a lot you played in a lot of big games in your career if you reflect where would that Florida State game of 2000 rank and, and maybe take us through what you experienced that afternoon? I'll tell you what, that was one of the most fun times, you know, that I ever had playing football. One of the most exhausting times, but one of the most fun times I, I had as well. Um, you know, we hadn't beat Florida State the previous three, my previous three years. Um, you know, and that was our number one goal was to beat them that year. Like we did, we wanted to go out winners. We wanted to be Florida State. We wanted to be Virginia Tech, and we set out and we did that. But that day, uh, that Florida State day was just truly special. I mean, it was one of the hottest games I've ever been in um, as a player. Probably the hottest game I've ever been in as a player, and just physically exhausting game. But I wouldn't trade it for the world, and it easily ranks up there. Um, you know, in the top games that I've been involved in. Well, as the story goes, and really at this point, you shouldn't change this story. Just go with it. But as the story goes, at halftime or at some point in that game, Dan Morgan had a bunch of IVs in him and said, I got to get back out there in the field and took the IVs out and ran onto the field. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I'll, I don't know that that's entirely true. I mean, I definitely, I definitely had a lot of IVs in me. I was cramping up really bad that game. Um, after I intercepted that ball before halftime, I mean, I was, I had nothing. Like I could barely even like get to the sideline after that. Um, you know, so I went back in at halftime and got IVs. Uh, you know, I think I missed a little bit of the third quarter and then eventually I was like, all right, like 
we got to get back out there. So, you know, you can actually see pictures of me with, uh, you know, still a cotton ball and some tape <laughs> around, my, around my arm from where they gave me the ID in a couple pictures that I saw. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a beast of a day. I know everybody was exhausted that day. Dan Morgan is our guest, College Football Hall of Famer, of course, uh, former University of Miami All-American linebacker. Uh, as you look at the University of Miami today, they're trying to climb back up. Uh, had a very, I thought, reasonable season this year, a very tough way to get through the year. They did. They finished in the top 25, so it's part of the building block. But everybody's – it's pretty clear, Dan. Uh, we just had the championship game. It was decided by four touchdowns. So, right. Uh, right. Everybody knows who they're chasing and what the what the the golf is. What would you say to University of Miami players uh, that are invested in this thing, trying to uh, trying to rebuild it and get it back to the level where you guys were? You know, really, you can they can control what they can control, and you know, to me, that's uh, bonding together as a team and just working your working your butt off, working your tail off. Um, whether it's in the classroom, uh, whether it's on the field, um, and even off the field, you know, looking out for each other, doing the things the right way, um, and just really being committed to a process. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, nobody's going to be there to save you, so everybody get together, um, put it in your head you're going to have a winning season next year, and uh, do things the right way. So you are the director of player personnel of the Buffalo Bills, and you guys are sitting on one heck of a season. Uh, the job of, as director of player personnel, how much do you enjoy breaking down personnel, and how about the success of your of your of your franchise this season? Yeah, um, you know, as far as breaking personnel down, I mean that's really all I do every day. Um, you know, I'm watching. Pro free agents. I'm watching all the college guys that are that are coming out this year. Uh, so I'm constantly grinding tape and you know just trying to make our team better and you know find find great prospects that you know love football and have a passion for the game. And uh, you know as far as our season, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, definitely not ready for for it to end. Um, you know just looking forward to. You know, seeing our guys compete Saturday night, uh, it's a huge game. It should be a great matchup with a great team. Um, so I'm really excited. Did you know that quarterback was going to be that good? He made a throw the other night that was spectacular. Yeah, it, he, he's an outstanding player um, and even better person. Um, you know, he works, he works his butt off. Um, just really a one-of-a-kind talent, like, so much fun to watch, and he's such a good guy. Uh, he's just really easy to root for. By the way, I noticed this, that you do have a Hurricanes influence uh, with Buffalo. You have you in the front office. Ken Dorsey's your quarterback coach. I even noticed you have uh, Mark Lubick on the staff, who was Sonny, who was Sonny Lubick's son. Of course, Sonny was yep. here uh, before you. So, But he does have Hurricane blood in him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know that. Uh, Kenny's you know, Dorsey's a couple offices down from me, so obviously we see each other every day. Um, it's obviously great having him in the hallway and seeing him. And the, he's doing an excellent job this year working with Josh. Um, and then, you know, we also got Jaquan Johnson and we got Feliciano, um, John Feliciano. So we have some canes here, and we're, we're uh, representing and trying to make, uh, make you guys proud down there. 
how's Jaquan Johnson doing? One of my favorite players, the million dollar smile. Yeah, he's he's doing outstanding. Uh really, you know, he, he's a he's a true cane. He's tough. Uh he's smart, he's reliable. Um, you know, he's everything we thought he was when we drafted him up here. So we're uh we're lucky to have him. And of course, uh, Feliciano, he's from Broward County. He's a, a Western High School kid who played some great football here for the University of Miami. Yeah, uh, John, uh, you know, he's one, of, he's one of the tougher guys that you'll be around. And, um, you know, he brings that uh, true old school cane mentality up here. And uh, he's, he's awesome to be around, a uh, great teammate. And uh, he's, you know, he's, he's everything you want in a, in a teammate and a, you know, player on your team. I do have to ask you this before we let you go. You do have a little bit of a playoff game coming up with a pretty good team, and they also have a pretty good quarterback. A contrast in styles and quarterback play, but this should be a wild game. What do you think the keys are? Um, you know, they're two outstanding quarterbacks. I mean, I think in I think in any game, especially a playoff game, I mean, you got to limit turnovers, you got to limit mistakes, and you know, I think uh, you know the, the team that makes the last you know, least amount of mistakes, I think will, you know, come out victorious. So it's going to be a great battle. Uh, two great teams, two great players, um, you know, a quarterback. So it should be a fun game to watch. Would your, uh, would your aspirations be to become a general manager one day? Yeah, it is. It is. I'm, uh, I'm in no rush to get there. Um, you know, I'm definitely just enjoying where I am and kind of blooming where I'm playing it right now. And, um, you know, when that day comes, I'll be ready. But, uh, you know, I'm just really happy with where I'm at right now and what I'm doing. Well, anybody that can solve talent or has a great eye for talent is going to have a great job. Before I let you go, we are in an era where there has to be a harmonious relationship between personnel guys and the coach on the field. Uh, is that relationship unique? Because you got to bring, I would imagine, to your coach, hey, we got this left tackle, or we got a safety, or a linebacker we can plug in right now. How does that relationship work? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, our general manager here, Brandon Mead, I mean, he's he does an outstanding job. And um, our assistant general manager, Joe Shane, um, you know, all three of us and the scouts that are in the building uh, do a really good job communicating with all the coaches. We got great staff here so you know i think uh everybody's on the same page and on the same mission um you know we all work great together so um yeah we're just excited about where the season's going well we're uh, we're excited and proud of you we're, we're in search of the next dan morgan down here we're always looking for the next dan morgan uh by the way tell our juniors just stay in school we, we need everybody to come back we open up with alabama oh yeah i know yeah tough opening game but you know <laughs> I know if we uh, work our butts off, man, we can uh, hopefully uh, pull an upset. Dan, great to talk to you. Thanks for being with us. Congratulations. Anytime. Good talking with you. All right. Take care. All right. You too. All right. That's uh, Dan Morgan, former University of Miami linebacker and now college football Hall of Famer. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.